Hello and welcome to a special mini-sode of the Pinkie Pod. P-p-p-pow! Are you ready for this? All right, all right. So, what I'm wanting to do today is launch, if you will, a new thing I kind of want to do within the season, just little mini episodes of hopefully listener stories. You guys are welcome to email me, sroit, one word, S-R-O-I-T, at Pinky Swear Press, or if you know other ways to contact me with your ghost stories, creepy, uplifting, whichever, near-death experiences, UFOs, encounters, Bigfoot, whatever. And what I'd like to do is then have these little mini-sodes where I will read your stories on the episode. And you can be anonymous if you like, or you can shout it loud and proud to the world. I'll tell everybody who you are. So here's me kicking off with just off the top of my head, a couple of my own little stories to get the ball rolling. So I think I'll start with forts, like military forts. I live in Washington state, so there's quite a few like army, navy, particularly navy. I've been to quite a few on the coast. I like to photograph them. There's a lot of really cool, even creepy textures. And I'm not gonna lie, I think they're kind of creepy anyway. If you've ever been in one, you kind of, they're dark, you know, and hallways and echoey, and some of them are large and they're creepy. But for the most part, I don't usually have trouble being around them. So let's see, the first one I'm going to tell you about is Fort Stevens in Washington. No, actually, you just get over into Oregon, I'm sorry, uh, around Warrington. And a particular spot, which was Battery Russell. And just to give you a little idea, it's actually a very large park. You can get to the South Jetty as a place that I like to go and watch the surfers. And you're by the uh, mouth of the Columbia River. There's equestrian trails. There's just long sandy beaches, um, shipwreck beach. There's different areas in the forest, the woods, a little bit of woods where you can, you can hike. So I went to one called Battery Russell, which you you go to the little parking lot. It's broad daylight, like high noon for real. And I decide I'm going to get out and check this out. And I go towards where there's some stairs, an old little guard house, for some reason feels sort of creepy, even though it's not a tunnel, it's small, you can see in it, but whatever, right? You're like, well, whatever, it's fine. So I go up these stairs. There's a a few other people in the area too, but not close to me, and they were coming down when I was going up. So I get up to the top of what I believe I found out was called Fire Hill, and just a single little hilltop fort, Now, don't ask me to describe how big it is. I'm no good at that. But I actually thought it was kind of pretty. So I was going to take some pictures. I took some pictures. And I see a yard or so over to my left towards the woods that there's a plaque. And it's a historical plaque. So I think, okay, I'm going to go over there and read that. 
And as I start going that way, I just started feeling like I was being watched. And of course, I did that thing where you kind of look around and there's no people anymore and I don't see anything. And I start to try to head that way again. And this is something that has never happened to me in my whole life, which is why I'm telling you this story. I can be sensitive. I think I am a sensitive in some ways. And my next story might prove that or not. It's up to you. But I, in all of my travels, I've never felt like this. I'm going that way. And it, it took me like an hour to even have words later to try to get the words to describe the feeling. But it was like a sense of dread is the only thing I could come up with. I just felt this horrible dread and also terrified. So terrified that I actually turned around and started running like I was in a horror film. I kid you not, I even sort of peeked behind me a couple times, but unlike horror films, mostly you just wanna go. And I really thought that something was behind me in some way, but it was less, physical as just some energy was reaching out. I don't know, but it scared the shit out of me. I was actually in tears. I started being in tears and I didn't go back down the steps. There was, I I saw sort of a dirt road. I ran down that and I ran all the way to my car, got in my car and locked the doors and I'm sitting there like, (gasps) yeah, oh, you know, and If he remembers, he might remember my fiance can even attest to the fact that I texted him at that time, like, oh my God, I'm totally freaking out. And I told him about it. I didn't really know much about the area at the time other than like, oh, cool park, cool forts, right? I'll take some pictures. I decided to Google this to look it up when I got home and I'm just doing this off the top of my head so I don't have the webpage in front of me. I ended up finding out that some paranormal investigators had been there and it was just some random blog posts that I had trying to look this up. And it turns out there were people who had some scary ass experiences in that area, uh, actually towards the woods which is the direction that this was coming from. That's where the plaque was. You know, you could tell there was a trail that started there. And I guess it connects to some other buildings eventually. I don't know if it's about a mile or more, but there are some stories about there being something creepy there and maybe somebody seeing a ghost with a a bayonet um, or a knife or something that was very threatening. And... But the paranormal investigators, it was it was an interesting blog post because they were like, we have been to so many places and never had any trouble. But they tried to do an investigation in this this other battery fort, you know, that was close to this one. And they ended up leaving because they were so freaked out. And I think it was in that direction that I felt this. And this is broad daylight. Again, you know, we always see like, oh, ghosts in the night and this and that. Of course, I've always maintained that that's just because we're more afraid of the dark anyway, and maybe it's quieter and you can see and hear things better. This this was just bright, sunshiny day. Scared the shit out of me. And apparently these investigators 
who were, when they were writing about it, they were like, I can't believe we were defeated by this place and we're going to go back. Which reminds me, I should look it up and see if they did. So that's one of my fort stories. Another one is closer to Astoria on um, 4, Highway 4 West, or some people call it 401. And you go past the bridge, depending which direction you're coming from, and you'd be heading west. Fort Columbia, it's got, um, still got quarters there, and but it's a park as well. And there's this one little battery right close to the entrance that every time I ever went by it or walked up to it, what was it got like, I don't know, four or five different little entrances and like on one half of the building, no big deal. I could walk in a little ways, you know, but then when I got towards what I will say is the, the left when you're facing it, I just started getting the creepiest, creepiest. And you know, if you've listened to me, I don't use this word evil feeling and I could never walk into like the last door or two physically felt incapable but also just because it was petrified me and I even had somebody with me one of the times and I still couldn't go in well again I guess I took my I I took my man one time and he was like well I'll go in with you but I I still felt like no fucking way I am not going in there I think I managed like three steps which was better than usual so now fast forward to or may, actually, I think it was before I met him. Um, there's a woman I've known on the internet for many, many years. Wanda Ghost Peeker, if you're listening. Hi, I miss you. She came out to visit one time. That's right. I think it was about 2011. And she's actually really into this and brought some ghost hunting equipment. And we went down to the coast and stayed for a couple of days. And I took her to this place and I didn't really tell her anything about it. But when we got there and we're getting out of the car and walking around, she's like, "Ooh, that place looks creepy. I, I bet there's some stuff there. And I'm like, oh my God, that's the one. And so we had a K2 meter and a little talk box. I think they've evolved into all kinds of apps and stuff now and, and odd boxes, some people call them. And um, I think that's what Kitsy Duncan calls it, if you've ever heard of Oddity Files. That's right, the odd box, the wonder box. But this was a smaller, early version of it. And so I'm holding the K2 meter. And I don't even know how this happened, yo, because this place terrified the shit out of me at first. But next thing I know, I'm following her in. And I've actually, but we went from the other side first, I have to say. That was pretty smart. I didn't try to go into the evil door immediately. We went from the bright side. And maybe it's because I was starting to ask questions and actually get lights flashing on the K2 meter. I can only assume that maybe I got so interested in that, plus whatever I was talking to seemed to be trying to help me. It kind of made me forget where we were for a minute until I looked over and I'm like, holy shit, I'm totally inside this thing. (laughs) So I first want to tell you, there was a wall and just looking into a dark room, you know, you couldn't see shit. 
I found out from Sarisha, it's probably the ammunition room. And she's looking in there and she's not helping because she's like, I think I see some shadows moving. I'm like, shut up. And then she's like, oh, I think there might be some spiders in there. That's what it is. Well, I'm definitely not going in because I'm arachnophobic. But I didn't run out screaming. I, you'll be happy to know, maybe proud of me. I'm proud of myself that I actually stayed because I was still getting hits on this K2 meter. And this is the part where, if you've ever heard the term clairsentient, or I don't know what else to call it, it seems, I recently discovered that word. It's something I can't describe other than this is one of those instances where I somehow just seem to get the right questions in my head. Um, because, I, and I've had people witness it where where they're like, why are you asking that? That seems very specific. And this was one of those instances. So to cut to the chase, it appeared that I was talking to a, a teen boy. And I'm not sh I'm trying to remember, he might have been just right on the cusp of 1718. So he could have been in the Navy. And he seemed to be looking out for me. And this is where, see, I was getting those specific questions like, are you, are you, um, you trying to tell me something? Are you trying to warn me? Are you looking out for me? Do you know I'm afraid of the place? And I had, I can't remember now, but other specific questions that it's like, why am I asking that? But it would flash really bright all the way up. All the lights would light up when I would be like, so are you protecting me? Yes. You know, is this, is there something bad in this place? Yes. And he was even afraid of the area a little bit and he wanted us to leave and a weird thing about this room that we were looking into we, we shined enough light in it to see that an inside wall looked like it had been purposely blown out and to this day i can't find information and i'm sure the military is not going to put that out there anyway on why why would you blow out your own wall or did something detonate in there and kill some people? Is that why it bothers me? But I can't find anything about it. But you could tell when you're, because I have a witness, you can tell when you're looking at this wall that it looks like, it, it almost looks like a controlled detonation. She was in the military. So, she, you know, she's looking at it going, I don't know, it looks like they did it on purpose. You know, we didn't go all the way in to really investigate it closely, but that was really odd so then we leave there after i'm like oh my god i actually walked through this woohoo <laughs> you know and i did it and i didn't run away screaming and we checked out some other parts of the area and she had her little box going and a uh, side note she apparently has some spirit that's always following her because it always calls her a whore <laughs> and I think we started calling him Bob, or she said he was Bob. She was like, oh, by the way, you'll hear stuff on this once in a while, and it's like, no matter where I go, this comes through, you know, poor and, and shit like that. It was actually kind of funny. She thinks it's funny, so I can share that. So we're walking along, you know, and it's doing the random things, and whore, you know, and we try to ask stuff, whore. <laughs> and I'm walking over one area where I'm like, 
you know, I think there's something below here. There's probably bunkers and stuff here. And all of a sudden it says bunker. And I think, okay, it's just repeating me. But then it talks about military stuff that I wouldn't be able to explain to you. She, like call signs. Is that right? Or something like that. Just military codes. I don't know what to call it. That's how stupid I am about it. But stuff that she recognized. And it does turn out when I research that there is a bunker under there. There, there is, and I'm not totally clairvoyant. I mean, there is like a couple of doorways that you're like, this looks like it goes into, you know, like, where do they go? And I'm like, they've got to go underground. So it's not like I just pulled that out of my ass. But we had some hits on the box from that. And then the teen, teen boy or the, the young recruit, the thing was flashing again, like, yep, yep, that's under there. And I guess that's where the really important people would go. If anything happened, it was a special bunker. Um, and then not too much crazy happened after that, but we would go back to my car and I'm getting the sense that like, oh, he doesn't, you know, my friend doesn't want us to leave. And through just a few questions, it's like he wants me to go into the woods and I'm like um no I can't do that today we have a hotel reservation <laughs> blah 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 it's like he wants me to come play or something and I'm like okay like you've been really nice and you say that you're protecting me but I'm I can't really do that right now and so then we go to start the car and it won't start um and we look at each other like uh okay and I'm like dude, you know, I'll come back one day, but I really have to go right now. And then the car started. Full disclosure, though, I had had a little hiccups with the car before that. So that could just be a coincidence. But I hadn't had any on that trip so far. And I didn't have anything after that. That one totally, though, could be probably just my car had an issue. But it was just, it was just funny how he was trying to get us to like, oh, come out in the woods. I want to show you something. And it's like, no, we can't. And then the car won't start. And we were both like, I think he wants us to stay. <laughs> but yeah, for the record, when I asked him nicely, like, listen, I have to go. You know, the car started. So if it wasn't a coincidence, um, he was a nice, he was a nice boy. So there's my little rambling off the top of my head remembrance of uh a couple of incidents and it's been so long that I probably left out cool details but that's me kicking this off now send me your stories you know and I'll do these little mini-sodes and we can compare and I will read you know I'll read them I think that would be awesome I think it would be great to have a little sharing community you know so s right s-r-o-i-t at pinkysquarepress.com is the email you can use and if you see me around the socials you know you can probably contact me there too pod pinky on twitter i'm on facebook i also have a way to message me through my main website pinkysquarepress.com and hopefully uh maybe you can join me on my patreon.com slash pinkysquarepress because i'm hoping to build a community all right so that's it for this little mini-sode. And send me your stories, please, please, please. All right, cool.